Hi, I am Pratiksha Mishra and you're listening to Do I Like It, a Quint production where we review anything and everything under the sun. And in this episode, I will tell you if I like Chelo Show. So the first thing you need to know about Chelo Show, of course, is that it's been directed by Pan Nalin and it is India's official entry to the Oscars this year. There was some controversy surrounding the film's nomination to the Oscar, especially since RRR exists and all of that. And everyone was like, oh, you know, RRR was probably the clear winner. But I don't know. I don't know where I stand on that controversy because, sure, both great films. So I guess the Oscars committee has the last say on that, I guess. But all I can tell you is whether I like the film. And then you can base your decision on that, I guess. But before I jump into it, I want to tell you that you can check out our other episodes in this series as well as other podcasts from The Quint on our website or wherever you get your podcast fix. Chelo Show actually feels like watching a film as a kid with my parents, you know, in like the theater. Uh, we haven't had VFX and stuff come out with Nazada and you're not really expecting like a Marvel Cinematic Universe experience in the movies. And that's what it is. Chelo Show is just a comfort film. Chelo Show is essentially the story of a young boy named Samai played by Bhaveen Rabari who nurtures a love for cinema. Okay, he loves cinema. He loves film. Understandable. I mean, look at my career. I get it. <laughs> but what happens is that his father does not like films. And as patriarchal families work, that means that nobody's allowed to like films. Now, uh, how he nurtures his love for cinema is by going to a projection room of a nearby theater and becoming friends with the projectionist. The projectionist is Fazal, played by Bhavi Srimali. So Fazal helps the kid essentially by letting him see movies through his booth and the kid brings him amazing food that his mother makes. His mother is making master chef level food in this here little village that they live in. Uh, his father, the kid's father, is um, a tea seller near the railway station. And he also helps him sell tea to the people who get down when the train stops at their station. What also happens is that Wesse Beach Beach, he takes some money from his uh, father's little box to go and watch films in the nearby theater. That's where his friend is, Fazal is. Nothing is that loud in Panaline's film. You know, it's it's so soothing to watch. Every frame is gorgeous though, like credit to cinematographer Swapnil Sonavane because the filmography, the cinematography is gorgeous. Sometimes it's a little too pretty. Like thinking of their surroundings... You know, like I'm glad that it doesn't use like that kind of a weird filter just because they live in a village. But sometimes it's just too pristine and too gorgeous and it seems out of place in their settings. I mean, for example, when she's making the food, what looks like, I don't know, ravioli. It's presented in a very food cinematography kind of way, which gorgeous, great technically, but doesn't seem to fit in in the film. Like I recently watched The Menu. That makes sense in that film, but not so much in Shelo Show. One of the most effective parts of Shelo Show is that Samay, um, there's this one part where Samay watches old film equipment getting destroyed and he's just there walking around. I did kind of question why this tiny child was here in what seems to be a very dangerous environment and he's just walking around. So it is just loitering while huge machinery is destroying things and the entire time I was like... Is no one seeing this child? Because someone, someone should stop him. 
Pan Nalin believes in letting his audience kind of decode his message. For example, when we're seeing all of this get destroyed, what we're supposed to understand is that, yeah, so the old age of cinema is now shifting to a new age. Things are changing. Things are evolving. As a film, Shelo Show has many filmmakers' ka influence. Like you can see uh, Lev Kuleshov and Sergei Eisenstein's styles just in the way Samay is using like labels from matching matchboxes to uh, create a story. You see it in that. And in the film itself also, you see a lot of influence from different filmmakers from Hollywood and the pioneers of early cinema from Bollywood itself. Chelo Show as a film also is like a tribute to how gorgeous Indian cinema is and just the absolutely amazing films that we have had so far. As a cast, Samay and his ragtag bunch of friends are my favorite. Like the things that they do all day, their shenanigans and everything is so much fun to watch because we have done I've done all of this. Not lot, of course, not theft. I have not committed theft. But I've done stupid things like this around the village when I was growing up. And watching that on screen is just so nice and so heartwarming. At the same time, you see how close these friends are to each other. They're essentially helping Samay as he invents cinema in an old shed somewhere. And it's all so heartwarming to watch. Even as we see Samay kind of get devoured by cinema, in the sense that Samay and cinema are one. First there's cinema, then there's Samay. And at the end, it's just the two of them in an amalgamation of sorts. We never see that his surroundings have become bigger than him. His surroundings are just that. He's a little kid who's dealing with change and discovery and like finding out that he's dreaming very, very big and he might not be able to accomplish that. At the same time, there's his father's insistence of like standing in his way and his mother's quite support of him. You know, she makes the food. She knows that her son is dreaming much bigger and that one day she might have to lose him to those dreams and how she comes to terms with that and all that is so gorgeously done in this film as well and it's such a great climax to Samay's story. Chelo Show is a reminder of how cinema is in fact art and how gorgeous it can be because Pan Nalin uh, uses all these colors and this light sometimes sure it's a lot and it's like a kaleidoscope at times but when it works it works amazingly because he's using all of this to tell you a story and it's so easy to get immersed into. Sure it's a little slow you know it's not like the fast paced like movies that we're used to but that works for this film. And honestly, it's like, I've, I generally think it's a great pick for Oscars. So, finally, to answer the age-old question, do I like it? I clearly do. Like, is it a film that I would watch if I was not sent by office? Maybe not, but I'm glad that they did send me. Because they also send me for the worst films known to mankind. So, it's, sometimes it's nice to be sent for a good one. This was all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Do I Like It is a Quinn production executively produced by Ritu Kapoor and Shari Walia, hosted by me, Pratiksha Mishra, produced and edited by Anjali Palod, with music from Shelo Show and BMG Production. See you next time. You were listening to The Quinn's Podcast. 